and we back welcome world what's going on it's your boy ronnie jacks welcome to the from hood to good podcast this week we got my man mark martinez representing the bay area mark's story is incredible y'all trust me he's going to talk about how he went from 140 dollars and a lawnmower and flipping that into a full-time business also What's incredible about this story, my man was a former cancer, uh, he had the cancer diagnosis, and then flipped that to running half marathon. So I ain't going to get too much into it, I'm going to let my man Mark give it to you. Hope you enjoy this week's episode. Let's get right to it. What's what's going on everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm your host, Ronnie Jacks, and we have with us today... uh, the marvelous Mark Martinez. Mark, thank you for joining us. You know, how you feeling today? Oh, I'm ready to go. Excellent, excellent. Now, um, Mark, I'm calling from NYC. We get a little territorial with the Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, everything like that. So, um, Mark, just let us know where you're calling from. I am calling from the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, Hayward, California. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's four a. It's 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 about four a.m. four fifteen a.m. right now, but uh, it's all good. Let's do this. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, um, what's up, Mark? Tell us what you've been up to lately. What's going on in your world? Oh man, right now I'm in hustle mode. That's that's where I'm at. I'm uh-huh. I'm trying to um trying to accomplish some things and uh, get to an end goal. And um, I got I got uh, quite a few things going on. Uh, right now I do work for a major auto manufacturer. Uh, that's kind of my primary job and that, you know, that, as they say, pays the bills that makes a wife happy, you know, got the benefits, <laughs> got the steady income coming in. Um, so that's what I'm, that's kind of primarily what I'm doing. I also got a side hustle going on. So I started a landscaping company about two years ago. Yeah, actually, in a couple of weeks here, we're coming up on a two-year anniversary. Sweet. Um, that's what I'm doing, and uh, I got aspirations for bigger and better things as well. Excellent, excellent, love it. Um, what kind of bigger things we talking? You know, we want to. The people want to know because uh, we're we're attempting, <laughs> you know, to extract that genius. So, what kind of future endeavors is, is on the agenda for, for the marvelous market. So in addition to what I got going on, there's two goals that I have before the end of the year. One is creating a nonprofit um, for scholarships. Now it's not going to be big and grand, but I do want to get it off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to support those people that want to take the higher education to the next level. And so my plan is with my daughter, mm-hmm. we're going to create a nonprofit and I think um, every semester, just support some some student, uh, probably with about five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. So we want to get that off the ground as well. Do that twice a year, and then I do want to transition into real estate investing. Um, I do have some interest on the multifamily investing. Um, so that's what I'm hoping to do. I got some things lined up as courses to take. I think right now I'm in the uh, gathering of information trying to learn as much as i can about it so that's what uh that's what 2018 uh has in store for me excellent um yeah mark is part of the bu family and um you know we have et eric dr eric thomas you know he's a phenomenal individual he always speaks about our why um so mark could you tell us your why you know you have these goals i think they're they're awesome you know nonprofit, giving back, all of that is awesome. But can you dive a little into what's your why behind this? Absolutely. Um, there's there's a couple whys. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, I definitely do want to take care of my family. And for the most part, we have done that. Me and my wife have done that. Uh, we've been together, man, we're high school sweethearts. So we've been wow. together since 19, 1985. Wow. So we just celebrated a 31 year anniversary. So that's good. And, you know, I, I, I we're in the stage of our life where I want us to be comfortable. Uh, we kind of have the foundation set. Um, we have two daughters. 
we're homeowners. Uh, there is stability in our life. Um, you know, we got the 401k, we got the investment. So, that, so that's good. Um, I also am planning in a big part of this is in my landscaping business. I have a, a number of clients that are older. They're in retirement and their seventies and eighties. And I'm beginning to see what that is like later in life. Um, unfortunately, some of my clients are, you know, they, they have to watch where every dime goes, every dollar goes. And so that's a, that's a luxury that I get to experience now um, to see what that is like. If you don't plan for that, if you, if you don't have a plan for the end goal, what that's like. And sometimes it kind of hits me in the heart. It's like, wow, you know, and, and, and so I do want to make sure I prepare my wife and I for when retirement comes. We, we, we live in a very expensive environment here in San Francisco, uh, the Bay area. And so we need to properly plan for that. Uh, so that is also kind of an insight to what kind of fuels all this as well. Um, also what's my, why in addition, um, if, if I can kind of go off here and, and stop me, if I go too far, <clears throat> I, I had, I had, I had probably for, better part of 25 years I had one goal that I worked on and it was constant it was in the forefront and that was to get my daughters both through college and I actually did that me and my wife um probably about four years ago I think about four or five years ago my youngest daughter graduated college and it was almost my identity that you know we just put our heads down and we worked and we get our daughters through college and that happened. And I was stuck in this what now phase. You know, I, I've taken these jobs, some of which I didn't want, mm-hmm. and some of them I didn't like. And it was all for to get my daughters to college. Right. And when my youngest daughter graduated, I was in this about for about six months, I was in this what now? What? And, and it was really a self evaluation, you know, who am I? Um, and that really kind of fueled the fire for what I'm doing now and how I kind of got into BU. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So like the, um, your, your side hustle kind of gave you a, um, a future insight, like a fast forward. You saw like, okay, these people are kind of struggling, you know, they, they, they kind of do micromanaging with their money. And it was like a, kind of like a time machine. So you saw that and you wanted to prepare for that or, you know, is, is it something that you um, just like saw and you didn't want for your family as far as um, the, your clients that you have in your side hustle? Is that kind of what you what Yeah, so that, 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 was, that was a side benefit. I think that was something I never expected when I started hustling on the yards. I never expected that. And it was a benefit, I think, to me that I got a glimpse into into that. If you don't properly plan for your retirement and you don't have enough money, um, you know that that was kind of a side benefit of, of what I was doing because it did give me exposure into that. If if one doesn't properly prepare for you know for your retirement ages, so and, you know I feel fortunate that I got to see that, and then now it's like you know I'm kind of driven in that I don't want that. You know, I, there are some things you do and you don't want. I definitely don't want that. I don't want to be scrimping for pennies during right. re, during my retirement age. Right, right. So, like, you hopped in the hot tub time machine, saw the future, came back, <laughs> and, and let's, let's, let's steer this, this, this boat in, the, in a better direction. I love it. I love it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's a good that's a good analogy, a time machine. Yes. <laughs> uh so um what 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 kind of things are you expecting from BU because and also why did you join go diving a little more into that. Um a lot of people join for different reasons and you know mine being I was just inspired by the um the sincerity, how genuine the community is. It's it's a lot of positivity. Those are the few of the, of the things that kind of drew me towards uh, joining a group and just uh, exploring things. So what are, what are some of your reasons for joining and, and uh, what are you kind of expecting from the BU community? 
So uh, when you hear E, he just draws you in. And the, the first thing, and I just like most people, I caught him on YouTube, um, on Instagram, things of that nature. And that drew me in. He drew me in. That was first and foremost. And this, this whole, I, I don't want to say, you know, it's an underdog, but it, it's almost like that feeling. And, right. uh, you know, it, and so that's what drew me into BU. I, he had publicized, he doesn't do a lot, but he had publicized, hey, we have this BU community. And so that interests me. And um, I was watching YouTube videos every day. And I got to a point where it's like, you know, I, I like this guy. Um, I, I like the feel that he's throwing out there. You know, I'm interested in joining this BU. I wonder how much it is a month, you know, um, how much the financial commitment was. Once I found out it was something that I can handle, you know, I talked about it with the wife. I said, hey, this, you know, I, I want to do this. It sounds, um, it sounds interesting. So, you know, I got the green light from the boss. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And so that's what drew me in. Now that I'm in, and I'm in a couple years now, uh-huh. uh, it's not so much E that drives me, but it is the community. It's a whole nother world. E is kind of the top, right? And, and we get right. that. But in BU, there's a whole community of people that you're like, wow, that guy's on a whole different level. Or it's like, she's taking it, you know, to the extreme level. And it's like, man, I want in. And so now my motivation comes from all of us, you know, from, from you, um, man, the whole list of people that are doing it in BU. And now I find myself following the community more than I follow E, but, you know, I definitely catch E on the podcast. Um, he's got a phenomenal podcast. So any of you out there that are listening, uh, I definitely recommend it. And yeah, so that's what kind of drew me into him. And this has kind of fueled what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and and for those of you that who may not know, um, Et Cj and Carl has a podcast, "The Secret to Success." I recommend you guys check that out. It's a amazing podcast, full of a lot of information. Um, now, Mark, we were we were talking a little bit before. You were telling me um about some of the some of the changes that's happened in your life since becoming a BU member. Um. You know, I don't know if how much you want to reveal. You know, I like to respect everybody's personal lives. Some people like to keep things personal. But could you uh, just tell us a little bit about some of the changes that's happened in your life since you've joined BU? Oh, absolutely. So, like I said, I, I was doing the YouTube thing and just catching them. And um, and then I, I jumped into BU. And the first year in BU... Um, he got me motivated. The community got me motivated. I did seven half marathons my first year with following uh, E and being the BU community. My second year, I started the side hustle. I started the side hustle with a hundred and forty dollar investment and uh, my existing lawnmower and, and and tools that I had in the garage, and that got me. It, it got me off the ground. One client turned into two. Two turned into three and before you know it no i I was kind of busy my third year following him i doubled my previous year sales uh year over year sales and so right now i'm somewhere in the neighborhood probably about 25 26 27 full-time customers i have probably another 10 to 15 that just call me on a as-need basis i really got a client base somewhere of about 30 Five, I would say, uh, that, that just kind of that I work for. Right. Um, yeah. And, and so 2018, again, I want to do real estate investing and also create the nonprofit. So every year this thing has taken a life as, of its own and that has, it started small. And it's got me thinking a little bit bigger. Let me take this on. And I started this company, the side hustle I was doing at my regular job. I was doing six, 12 hour days. We were just extremely busy, but I knew there was something else out there. It's like, you know, you got one extra day. Let's, let's go do something. Let's go find out what we can do. And so, um, I know he says, throw it out in the universe and and, you know, the universe will give you what you're asking for. May not happen when you want it, but it's going to give it to you. And so I did, I started throwing, you know, telling people, Hey, you know, if anybody that just needs some yard work, you know, I'm willing to do it. 
And like I said, one turned into two, two turned into three. And, you know, now it's a, a full blown, uh, well, it's a business. I, I have an accountant on my team. Um, I got all the tools that I need. I got a trailer. So this thing keeps me busy. Um, work, my primary job work has kind of settled down. It's given me the luxury. So it, it works and I have an alternate work week schedule and a lot of companies are going to this nowadays. So it's not that unusual. I work in a two week cycle, a 14 day cycle. So I work for them seven days and then I have seven days of those 14 days free for myself. And so that's when I'm doing, that's when I'm doing the yard. So it's really a 50, 50. And I tell people, you know, I, I, I have almost, I have two full-time jobs, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working, uh, for the company and then I'm working for myself and, you know, working for myself, this thing has grown and taken a life of its own. So being in the BU community every year has gotten a little bit better and bigger and has me aspirations for something higher. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, prior to that, you would, you would just, just working, just kind of living a life and, and, and. Was that when you were like, um, what now? After you accomplished the goals, you and your wife living comfortably, the what now kind of led you in that direction? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I was just like most people, you know, go find a job, go work Monday through Friday, come home, you know, go to the street fairs or, you know, go somewhere entertaining. And then Monday you do it all over again. And so not realizing that you have a, profound effect on what your life is. And, and I know, so I'm 50 years old, recently turned 50, had a birthday a couple of weeks ago. Um, I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 50 years guessed. old. And so what I realized, and it's no rocket science. And, and I'm, I guess I'm a late comer to this is your life is exactly what you make it. You have, all the tools and resources you need within yourself to create the life you want. If there's something out there that you want, go get it. There's nothing in the world is stopping you. What is stopping you except you? Sometimes you just got to get out of your own way. And I realize that. And being in this BU community and following E and having all these networks that I have now, mm-hmm. I can create the life that I want. Nothing is stopping me. So the question becomes, what do you want? And it's like, okay, well, go get it. Now you know what you want. Just go get it. Do what, tap whatever resource you have, whether it's internal, external, and go get it. And so that's where I'm at right now is this realization of I can have anything I want. So now what do you want? And so all these little things that I'm working at, these goals, I don't even, you know, people, what are your dreams? Man, I don't have dreams. I have goals. And I'm I'm in the midst of going getting them, and so I think right now, when I say I'm on the grind, that's exactly right. where I'm at. I'm grinding to my goals because it, it's possible. Any anything's possible, and so that's that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So um, so well, I, I want to just like be clear because a lot of the time people uh they you know, get discouraged. They, an opportunity could be right in front of their face and don't even realize it. I mean, you said you started with your business because I know a lot of people are interested in becoming entrepreneurs. You know, they like the freedom, many different reasons. And you started with a $140 investment and in a lawnmower, you know, pretty much that was it. Was there like an you know, um, an aha moment for for you to realize, hey, this is something that I want to do. Because a lot of times people are looking for the just the quick fat. They want it fast. You know, especially the millennials. You know, they just want it to come <laughs> quick. <laughs> you know, they just they like they, they want it overnight. But you, you know, you you took just an investment and a lawnmower. You used what was right in front of you to um, you know, propel yourself to 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 the next level. So. How did how did that come about? Was there an aha moment or was this like something that you wanted to get into as far as your, your business side on the side? I think for me, for me, it, it kind of gradually came just like confidence. It just kind of gradually came with me. I didn't 
for sake, um, I didn't have an aha moment. I had, you know what? I want to, I want to be busy. I want, I want this. I want to challenge myself to what's possible. And so that's what started the side hustle. And slowly it's, it's manifested itself into, yes, I can do this. What else is out there is possible to, I, if I can do this, what else can I do? And if all these networks that I have and that I'm creating, anything is possible. It's kind of slowly happened over time for me. Um, it, I, you know, I don't have a aha moment, but it's like, man, you know, that person's doing this, that person's doing that. Why not me? Why, why can't I do it? I, you know, I'm, I don't want to sit on the couch no more. I don't want to watch TV no more. In fact, we don't even have cable. We cut cable probably about four or five years ago. You know, I just cut that thing. I don't need TV in my life. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, Wonder how and so it's slowly, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, it, it was a hard sell. It, yeah. it, it was a sell and it, it didn't happen overnight. I had to plant the seed and it happened over time. Um, but yeah, I just, it manifested itself over time that, yeah, I can do this. I can be busy. You know what? I'm, I can deal with life on three, four, five hours of sleep. I don't, I don't sleep that much. You give me four or five hours. I'm good. Let's go. Um, I, I just, yeah, I didn't have an aha moment, but it, it has manifested itself into anything is possible. Anything that I want is possible. It's just how hard am I willing to go work for what I want? Right. Love it. So, um, but why landscaping? I mean, you, you I'm, I believe it's, other things you could have you could have dove into, but why'd you choose this particular field um to, to this business endeavor to uh yeah so yeah I, I I get what you're asking so I was at that stage it's like okay I want something more but now what I, I was like a lot of people okay I'm I'm ready to go kill it you know what well now what direction do I run <laughs> you know um, and so <laughs> what I realized was just a little self evaluation what kind of comes natural um. For some reason, landscaping came natural. I remember I was, I don't know, 9, 10, 11, 12. And I remember doing the, the doing the yards, um, doing my, you know, our, our family's yard. That was kind of my responsibility. Um, and it, I liked doing it. Um, I was doing my, doing my own yard, taking care of my own yard. I, I, I take pride. It just came natural. I took pride in my yard and in the neighborhood and people would stop by Oh man, you have a beautiful yard. Uh, oh, thank you. You know, and it's something I worked at and it's something that came natural to me. And so when I was thinking, okay, what endeavor can I get into? It's like, really, well, what do I like to do? And I thought, you know, I like landscaping. Can I, can I take care of somebody's yard as well as I, I take care of my own? And then I also thought realistically, you know, landscaping, it doesn't take a lot. I don't need a lot of capital. Like if I was to start a restaurant and I need 50, a hundred thousand dollars in my back pocket. Well, I, I don't have that. Um, and I don't want to risk that much. Um, and so what can I do where it's a kind of entry level that would get me into entrepreneurship that would teach me kind of things that I want to know. What, what about, you know, taxes? What about insurance? What about workman's comp? All those things that I didn't know that I knew existed, this was kind of an entry level, low risk job. If if it failed, I lost one hundred forty dollars. So what? Big deal. Mm-hmm. But if if it manifests itself and it grows into something, holy cow! And it it, it actually worked. You know, the one hundred forty dollars and the hustle and getting out there and shaking hands, knocking doors, right. it has manifested into something. So really, it, it was a low risk entry level, something that I like to do. Um, and that's what I went with. It, it almost seemed natural for me. Um, it, it's, it's worked for me. And that's kind of got me what into, what got me into landscaping, low risk, not a big investment, something that I like to do. Oh, so it sounds like the, um, your, your childhood punishment <laughs> became <laughs> something that you actually make money with. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, um, yeah. parents, you know, <laughs> washing dishes, 
because <laughs> you know they may be a professional and make a living out of it <laughs> you know um, yeah that's yeah this that's is, funny but there's uh, actually a lot of truth to that there's actually a lot of truth to that definitely, definitely. No, and, and it's funny in, in our day in society we're so it's we're service orientated in in that we want there's a lot of people out there that don't want to do yard work that's that's beneath them and you can make there's guys out there making a whole living just doing that and providing a service to somebody. Um, for some guys that I've met, they make a killing at doing landscaping. And you go, you can make that much money off of landscaping. Well, yeah, if you, you know, think, think about it and you know, they've gotten on the big commercial accounts, but they all started doing residential because a lot of people just don't want to do that. And all right, whatever you're not willing to do, there's probably a financial reward for paying someone to do it and someone's taking advantage of it. And, and it's, it, it may be, it may start as small and, and uh, you know, beneath you, but Hey, you know, go, go do it and uh, you know, see what it can turn into. Right. Exactly. It's, it's funny. You mentioned that too. I remember I read a book some time ago, uh, the millionaire next door. I highly recommend it. It's, it spoke about, um, like actual millionaires, their their business was the uh the the dirty jobs, you know, the stuff that nobody really wanna do. And they were killing it. They were making a killing. Um and you wouldn't even expect it from from these like type of people. You would expect, you know, the type of money that they're making for them to drive the benzes and and, you know, have pre- these prestigious jobs. But a lot of the time they were uh, doing exactly the same thing you're doing, uh, which kind of brings me to, um, you know, the, the fact that I want to point out that that no business is going to be easy when you when you're starting it, or uh, it's never really going to be easy. Um, so we want to um, dive into what kind of challenges are you having? You know, just just make it make sure it's see through. We don't want it because we know it's some kind of uh, challenges with every endeavor. It's not going to be just a, a walk in the park. I, I mean, if it is, then that's a blessing. But um, Mark, you having any challenges in, in your business at the moment? Absolutely. You are absolutely right. There is no business out there without its challenges. You're going to get some bumps and bruises, and it's just part of the game. And you just got to get back up and, and, and go at it. Um, I'm One thing that I'm good at that comes natural is the self-evaluation. What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Where can I improve? I'm always in that constant um, self-evaluation. I, I think over my lifespan, it has worked well for me. Um, so some of the challenges that I've gone through, that I've went through, one, just the exhaustion. I had to actually get my body able to do what I needed to do. Um, I remember I was doing six, seven yards and I come home physically exhausted. Now I got 20 some clients and I'm good. I'm, you know, but it took me a while to get my body physically able to do that. Of course, I got to hydrate, absolutely hydrate. I got to watch what I eat, got to limit the junk food, um, things of that nature. Uh, Also, I am at the limit. And for the most part, 99% of the time, it's just me. I'm a solo entrepreneur, I guess, as a solopreneur, I think they call it. Um, So the challenges that I'm having is how do I scale up at this point? I'm really at the limit. I I probably can go maybe 5% more. Um, My schedule will allow that. Uh, How do I scale this up? Because at some point, this is going to become too much for one person. And so right now, I'm trying to find somebody out there that is willing to do what I do. And that's a challenge because I've actually put some ads out there, you know, Hey, I got a part-time job opportunity. And a lot of people will come out and they'll, they'll, well, a lot of people will tell me, Oh yeah, I'm all in. Let's do this. And then the morning of, I get a phone call. Hey man, I can't do it. Or, you know what? This ain't the right opportunity for me. And I, man, I struggled with that last summer. I needed some help. I put it out there and I I did probably about six or seven phone interviews. And I had one person that actually came through, um, realized kind of what the job was. And, and, you know, the first day he was all like, thanks, but no thanks, you know, this ain't for me. And so the challenge is finding somebody. And I, I guess with every company is finding a good employee. 
I guess every company has that problem. Um, but I'm finding somebody that is willing to do this type of work. Um, and then stay with me consistently because it seems like without a lot of advertisement, you know, the work is finding me. I think that's the biggest struggle that I'm having right now is finding good help that I can rely on because it will propel me to take more customers. Um, I've had some help before in the past. Um, and it's amazing what I can do with just the one extra person, how fast we turn over jobs. Uh, so I'm looking for somebody to bring on board so that I can grow this thing. And right now, that's a challenge, finding somebody good and reliable that knows what they're doing. Or e even if they don't know what they're doing, I'll train them to do what I want them to do. Uh, I'm just looking for that body. So that's kind of my current problem right now is finding somebody good and reliable. Okay, okay. Uh also with that is learning how to manage money learning um cash flow when when do i have it you know i do the billings first of the month um now i got it now i got it pretty good I, that whole financial aspect was a learning process as well some of my clients would just i don't have to i didn't have to bill them they would just pay me it didn't come it came sporadically uh, then i got down to okay i'm billing at the first of the month and um you know, then the revenue started to come in on a consistent basis. It, I know the first, probably about mid month, you know, I start to see the effects of the billing. So I had to learn all those, all that aspect. And then on the, now that's the incoming. Now on the outgoing, gotta very much watch what you're spending. I try to run this business on no debt. I don't want debt. I, 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 I despise debt. And so I'm not going to buy me something that I got to finance. I'm going to wait until I have the money in hand uh, or that I can bill. And there are certain tools that I need for a job and it'll allow me, you know, the, the, the revenue that I'm collecting for the job will allow me to go out and buy that tool. So I don't buy a tool until I know I can bill it out or that I need it. And so I don't, I don't waste money is what I'm trying to say. And I, you just got to learn that you, you I'm not tapping into my family resources to cover expenses. I, I just refuse to do that. I'm going to go out and I'm going to generate this money until I have enough to go buy it. So that, that was a learning process as well. Awesome. Awesome. So on, on the flip side of that, um, what's, what's been working for you? What's been working for me? I guess I successfully built this business from, from $140 to what it is now. <laughs> I, I think I can, I can package it and market it and probably sell this thing if I wanted to. Um, I think the hustle, the grind, the realization that that I can achieve what I want to achieve with some hard work and dedication, that's working for me. Um, also, you know, being in a community like BU, that's definitely working for me because there's so many resources. There's so many people that are that are doing good. Um, some people that are in the midst of the grind and some people are trying to figure themselves out. So being in this community, networking, that works. Um, personally, I recently, I put a whiteboard in my bedroom and uh, I, I put my daily task up there. I put my goals up there and if it gets on the whiteboard, it's going to get done. And that, that is working for me because it's a constant in your face. It, you know, it's in my bedroom. You can't miss it every time you go in there. Um, and it's funny because it has manifested itself. Uh, my wife was like, well, I want a whiteboard. And so what we did for her is we got a, we got her a calendar. Uh, my wife is extremely busy, her social calendar. Um, she's very social. Everyone loves her. So, And half the time, because I'm busy, I'm, we were in this like, well, I didn't know you were doing that. Well, I told you this you know, last week or last month. And so we finally got her a whiteboard. And so now everything that's on her calendar goes up on her whiteboard. So it's, it's worked both for us. Love it. Um, what would you say is the best advice you've ever gotten in your life? As whether it be personal advice or business advice, what's, and, and who did that advice come from? If you remember. Yeah. One of the most in it, in it, it does and it doesn't translate to the hustle and the grind of what we're doing. And it, and it kind of does. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I, at one time, one of my jobs, I was a supervisor in a manufacturing environment. Mm-hmm. And um, we used to have these days off where there'd be equipment problems or there'd be part shortages. And I'd have to go around and say, hey, guys, I got to send you home. Um, you know, what do you want to do? You got to take, you know, you have a choice. You can stay and, you know, do the cleanup stuff. You can go home with pay or you can go home without pay. I remember when those days would come and I'd work and I'd have a young crew, they'd all, you know, either stay or take the time off with pay. You know, they had the use of their vacation. Then I got transferred to an older group and all of them would be like, no pay. I'm going to go home with no pay. And it was the, the, the differences were striking. And so I finally asked one guy, I got the nerve to ask one guy, I say, hey, let's have a conversation. Says I, here's what I noticed. You know, when I when I worked with the young crew, it was you know they couldn't work, they couldn't go without work without money. Sorry about that. And um, mm-hmm. I said I noticed with you guys, um, you guys all take the time off without pay. I, how can you guys do that? And he let me in inside. He says I've been in the auto business long enough. I've been through plant closures, um, and that experience changed his life. He says he got to a point where he was able to live off the 40 hours. He says, Mark, you got to get yourself able to live just off the 40-hour paycheck. Anything else, all the overtime and the bonuses, he says you bank that. And you put your family in a financial situation where they're able to live off the 40 hours. So when things like this come, they're able to absorb it. And that alone, because he was telling me, Hey, I almost lost my wife. I almost lost um, the house. You know, all these things that he had built up when the plant closed, he, he, he was overextended. And so we just dove in a deep conversation about, you know, um, finances and, and really that, that really had an impound effect on me and how you build your financial structure in your house. And that, that kind of, that, that risk management and that self-evaluation of how to properly analyze and prepare yourself for things, whether it's financial or not, uh, that had an impound effect on me. And to this day, and that conversation happened, man, 12, 13, 14 years ago, and it's still with me today. And, and you know, that was some awesome advice from someone that had experienced life and he was able to share that nugget with me. And that's, that's with me today. And, you know, sometimes I share that information with some of the younger guys that I work with, um, because you, you, you can, when you're making, um, money, you can overextend yourself and you can spend the overtime money. And, um, yeah, that, that was a great advice that I learned from him. Uh, you, you, you got any habits that you could contribute to, to, to this success? Because like, I love to see people who are, living their dreams and uh, I want to extract, you know, as much information as I can. And I also want to rethank you again. I can't uh, say that enough, but what, what would you say is some personal habits um, unseen, you know, do you, do you brush your teeth before you wash your hands or, or, or like, what are some, <laughs> I, that may sound a little silly, but <laughs> I'm very serious. some personal habits that that's like the intangibles that you believe contributed to um, your success. Yeah. So what I have done, what I've learned is the mind doesn't hold everything before I'd be, yeah, I'll remember that. Yeah. I'll remember that. And you, you forget. And right now that I'm busy, uh, cause there are, even at my primary job, there's, there's a whole ton of things that we're doing that I got to keep track of. And then I got to go and do the business thing. Um, so what I do is I have notebooks pen to paper. If, if there's something going on in your head, it's got to be written on paper because um, it, it, it's funny. You'll just forget things. And, and and for me, I need to write things down. So I right now, I think I'm into four notebooks. I have one for my primary job, one for my side hustle, one for my personal development. And then one for the right now, I started a new one yesterday on the real estate goals. I'm starting to write everything down into this, you know, that I'm gathering in terms of real estate. So right now I got four notebooks going and I just have to write it down. If there's 
like a goal that I want. Either it goes on the whiteboard or on the notebook. Um, and just so I can keep track, I can, I can in my mind understand where I am with what thing that I got going on. That's one thing, um, that's definitely working for me. That's a habit. I, every day, every day I got to write my goals down. And, um, on one of my notebooks, it's a, it's a section it, it, in the beginning of the day, you write your goals down. And at the end of the day, you write your goals down. And so every day I'm forced to, Hey, this is my goal. This is, this is the big picture. And, and I'm writing it down just so that I don't forget. And I don't get caught up in the small things. Hey, you know, Mark, this is what, this is the end goal down over here. And this is what we're working for. And so that's one thing that I would absolutely encourage everyone to do. Put pen to paper, write it down. I'm like I said, I'm up to four notebooks right now, but that works for me. You, it, someone may have one just big notebook, but I like to um, keep them separate. Uh, just so when I'm into that phase, I can pick that notebook up, know exactly where I left off and, and we're going from there. So that would be my advice. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you um do these goals? Like sometime are you, rewriting the same goals for instance if you if you didn't exactly finish that it does it just get rewritten um the oh final? absolutely yeah a- a- absolutely so it's it's every day i write the big goals down this is this is the big goals and then within that notebook i put task you know this is what we're working on today here are the targets for today um so yeah so those get rebranded every day because those those are the big goals um and so, yeah, and that, that keeps me on track. Like, like, here's where we're going. This is the direction where we're going. Even though I'm writing them the same thing down every day, I'm into a habit now that that's what I do. Kind of my day doesn't start until these things get written down. And then I can write all the tasks that I got to do during the day down as well. So that at, at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, these, I write them down, write them down. Cause this is, this is where we're going, Mark, you know, it's just talking to yourself. This is where we're going. And, you know, Let's not lose sight of that. Mm-hmm. Is there a, is there a morning ritual other than writing it down? Do you look in the mirror and say, "Hey, Mister Handsome, I'm, we're going to conquer today," or is there something along with that? As far as pumping your, I haven't, I haven't got into that. Um, uh-huh. But I've, I've, I've. Oh, there's a term, oh, and it's escaping me. It's escaping me right now, and I know people in your podcast are screaming the term out um, <laughs> over the radio. Um, oh. Man, I forget the term. Anyway, it, it, it's saying out loud what you want to happen, who you are, what, you know, what am I? These are my goals. Um, if you say those out loud to yourself every day, they come true. And um, sometimes I'm in the shower, sometimes I'm in the mirror, but I'm starting to get into that habit of I, telling myself, this is who I am and this is what this is what I want to become. These are the goals that I'm doing. And, um, yeah, so I just got turned on to that not too long ago and I've, I've done it a, a few times and I feel a little weird. I still feel a little, it's still a little unnormal for me to do that, but I definitely do want to get into that. Uh, cause I I've heard it works. Um, also I want to get into some meditation. Uh, I heard that works. I heard that puts you in the right frame of mind. So I'm going to be tapping into that as well. Excellent. I, I believe the name is Affirmations. I, I could be wrong. Affirmation. Yes. Yes. Okay. Affirmation. Yes. Excellent. That. That. Yes. Self affirmation. Yes. That's it. Thank you. Okay. Cool. Um. Could Could you recommend an internet resource? Are you like computer savvy? I I know you're into landscaping. Is is more um. Uh, doesn't really use the internet. It's more of a hands-on, face-to-face. But do you have any internet resources you could recommend for the people out there? Yeah, so I I get aligned with and and I agree with with E in that I don't like the term motivational speakers because mm-hmm. um, that cuts them short that that almost does them dirty that, that that's not right but there are a number of guys out there pick one pick a couple I got a couple in the rotation um, ET definitely ET is definitely my guy. Um, I know for Tony Robbins, there's a lot of people out there that follow Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, um, uh, Willie Jolly's out there. I really like him. So there are a number of guys out there. I would, 
I would recommend find one, two, whatever works for you, just to tap into and pull some, you know, some of that inner strength out of you. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. And, and you're right. I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of, com- I'm not computer savvy, but find something that works for you, whatever it is and, and, and go for it. Ray Lewis is another one. Oh, I'd I love to hear Ray Lewis talk. The football um, player? Yeah. The football what? player. Oh my God. He will, he will fire you up. You're ready to run through a brick wall after listening to <laughs> one of his speeches. Uh, another guy, and he doesn't have a lot of material out there, but because I'm in the Bay Area, I do hear him frequently. Uh, Ronnie Lott's another guy um, that you can tap into. But yeah, anything that works for you, dive into it. Could you do you do you have any books you could recommend for the for the people as well? Um, you mentioned one, The Millionaire Next Door. That that was a good one. Uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad's another good one. Uh, the Alchemist. I really like The Alchemist. Um, I think those kind of off the top of my head, um, there was a, a, a book that I read years and years ago, and I don't even know if it's still in print, and but it's still with me today. I think I read it when I was about 19, 20 years old. Um, don't fire them, fire them up. And it was talking about the workplace environment and how to motivate people and hold them accountable to get them what you need them to do. Uh, that had a profound effect on me. So uh, not a whole lot, but those are kind of some things that kind of come off the top of my head. Yeah, that's a new one. Don't fire them. Fire them up. I might have to see what's up. Yeah, I, it, it's so old. I, I don't even know if it's still in print, but it, it definitely had a profound effect on me. Okay, cool. Um, So, Mark, we're going to close out a little bit. I want to thank you so much for joining us. We believe in uh, working hard and, and playing hard. So. When we close out, just just let the people know what does Mark do for fun on on his what what like what's a fun day for Mark? What would be your ideal weekend? You and the misses, um, or maybe not the misses. You know, maybe you need some you time. What what's your I, idea of fun? Idea of fun is almost too simplistic. Just spending time going out to dinner with my wife. Um, I'm I'm busy. I'm, like I said, I'm in, I'm in the midst of the grind. And so anytime we have time spent together, that is, that's brilliant. And I enjoy it because we don't get a lot of time together. Uh, we do do dinners. Uh, we are old fashioned. We do do dinners together, uh, at the dinner table together, you know, uh, but when we get to go out, um, it's special. And I hold those times, um, dear to my heart because we don't get a lot of time together. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of that's a that's a good day. Get get a little work done in the day, and then at nighttime take my wife out to dinner. That that anytime we get to do that is, is a damn good day. Mm. And for the listeners, I hope y'all caught that. That is the smart answer. That is a married answer. <laughs> I would exact same answer, Mark. I I applaud you. <laughs> Beautiful answer. Don't ever change. <laughs> All right. So um. Just just let um people know uh how they could reach out to you moving forward if anybody's you know just looking to uh maybe work with you let them know um how to connect with you how how can they find you yeah I'm on Facebook as Mark Martinez uh, I got a Facebook page for my business it's YBM Landscaping and Lawn Care um, on Instagram it's M Martinez two 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 yeah so those are the ways uh, I'm not too computer savvy. So I, those are the traditional ways to get a hold of me. I'm also in the BU community. I'm active in there. Um, we do the BU meetups. Uh, so I help set those up as well. So yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, and one thing I I, want to add going out here, uh, one thing is a big part of me is I, I am a cancer survivor. Uh, 2009, uh, was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Um, so we went through, we went through the surgery and chemo and that is a whole event in itself. And, you know, some 10 years later, I'm, I'm better because of it. Uh, I definitely do pull that episode of my life as a strength that I pull from. Um, yeah, so yeah, that, that's me in a nutshell. And I, I hope I provided some value for your listeners and hopefully I didn't babble on. <laughs> no, no, you were, you were awesome. 
thank you once again um, for your time. It's, it's really appreciated. Um, any way I could give back, you know, because I believe in reciprocity. Um, just let me know if, if you need assistance with with anything. You have my contact info. I'm located in NYC, so I, I you know, <laughs> besides the four thousand <laughs> mile uh, distance between us, you know, I'm 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 you know reachable and and just want to extend any help possible, you know, to uh, people that's about improving their lives, you know. Okay, absolutely. If I ever come across something, man, I'll keep you in mind. Thank you for the offer and thank you for this opportunity. And to the listeners, anything is possible. Anything you can dream of is possible. Put it on paper, get a goal, get a plan, and don't let anybody stop you. Just just go get it. The life you want is out there. Mm. So you guys, you heard it straight from someone doing it. Uh, the beaten odds running marathons, taking $140 and, and, and I mean, some sneakers cost that much. So it's, it's really no excuse. Um, Mark Martinez, ladies and gentlemen, YBM landscaping. And, uh, uh, thank you once again, Mark. Absolutely. You got me fired up. Now I'm gonna start my day. <laughs> All right. You have an awesome day. Right. Uh, thank everybody for, for listening and well, you know, we're not live, but <laughs> I'll, I'll do the okay. edit. <laughs> I'll do some okay. show notes and anything. I'll, I'll, and before it goes live, I'm going to just reach out back to you um, and see, okay. if any, see like if it's any links. You know, I, I'm sure you probably would, would advance a lot more um, being okay. from the time that we're recording it to the time it's released. So I'll, I'll just reach out for, to you and, and get some updates and see if there's anything to add in the show notes. Absolutely. And hopefully by that time, the website is up. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So thank thank you, Ronnie. I very much appreciate it. This was fun. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you had fun. I, I had fun as well. All right. You have a good day. All right. You too. Thanks, Mark. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. There you have it, folks. Hope you enjoyed this week. Do leave a review. Get us up in them iTunes ratings. You know, and if you want to be featured on the From Hood to Good podcast, just send your email to From Hood to Good Podcast at gmail.com and we're going to extract that genius inside of you. Y'all have an excellent, excellent week. I'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.